Today's conversation is, what if they were right? Welcome to the Functioning Overthinkers Weekly Podcast. Here, we will discuss the healthy limits of overthinking and are reminded to not be anxious about anything, but to trust God in everything. I'm your host, Shanice Sadler. Hi there, friend. It's good to see you back again for yet another episode. Today, though, we aren't going to sip on any mimosas, but we are going to have some deep introspection. For the past two weeks, I have been thinking about this topic, this conversation, and what really stuck out to me the most is humans hate to be wrong. And it's hard for us to admit whenever we are wrong because of ego, because of pride, and simply because of the other person, because of their ego and their pride. So it's hard for us to open up and to be vulnerable anytime we find ourselves in the position of being wrong. And so today I'm raising up this conversation so that we can all talk about it, right? The question that I want to start you guys off with is, have you found yourself lately dwelling on the what ifs? So what if they were right? What if I had done this? What if I had done that? What if I was smart? What if I was short? All these questions, it's just a never-ending cycle of regrets. We've all had those moments where someone has said something to us that triggers us. It could trigger us in a good way or more so in a bad way. And these are usually negative things. And it's hard to shake the feeling of feeling bad about what they've said or any self-doubt or any insecurity because most times it's stemming from a lack of confidence or because we low-key agree with whatever they said. For example, I really did bad in that presentation, but you knew that you did bad, but you hope no one would have recognized how poorly you've done. But someone came to you and was like, yeah, no, that was the worst presentation you've ever done. And right there, right then, immediately, you resonate with that person because you thought so yourself. And so most times when we hear negative feedback, it's not that we didn't know. It's we feel bad that actually persons do know. And that's a feeling that we cannot shake because now the secret is out the bag. Now everyone knows what we know. Now we've been found out right? Almost like imposter syndrome for those that experience that. It's almost that feeling of being seen or sought out or sought after. So in today's podcast, it's made for you to think back to a time where you have experienced great regret based off of the fact that someone had predicted something or they told you that something would go a particular way or whichever fashion, but Think back to a time where someone told you to do something and you did the complete opposite. And because you have done the complete opposite, you reap rewards that weren't favorable. I want you to go back to that time. Flashback to that time where you found yourself wishing that you have listened 
or that you didn't listen because of something that happened and something that you could have avoided in better words if you did follow through with what someone had advised you to do. I want to take you guys back there because throughout this time, I want you to learn to let it go. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Yeah, no, seriously, let it go. Because things like this, feelings such as this one right here that you're experiencing right now are the ones that will hold you back, are the ones that will cause you to keep going on and on and on about your imperfections, on and on about your flaws, on and on about things that you can't even control. So yes, I want you to flash back to that time because after today, we will no longer flash back to that time. We're going to let it go. In conversation one last week, I would have spoken about what it means to have a community, what it means to have positive people around you, what it means to really build up your private space with persons that means you well. Today, though, we are going to examine the intentionality behind that because we can build up our space with any and anybody. But that's not the point here. The point here, we need to build our community of people that are meant for us, right? We don't want to build communities with negative people, negative Nancy's, people that are low-key hated on us, people that are low-key jealous, people that are low-key haters. We don't want that. No, 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 no. We don't want that in our space. So the intentionality of choosing and being selective with your crowd is important. Surrounding yourself with awesome people is one, but also knowing their intentions come from a place of having great discernment, being able to discern the people that you are partnering with or being able to discern the people that you call your friends is the next step in building a good community. And yes, a lot of us don't discern well. A lot of us, we just are friends with people because they make us laugh or because they said something that is relatable or because they have similar fashion sense or because honestly, they you met them in a time of your life where they were in the same space as you and you just thought, hey, because we're similar or because we're experiencing the same thing, let us be friends. We choose friends based on things and, and periods of our lives. But let's stop doing that. Let's choose friends with intentionality. And I know it's a hard pill to swallow because there are some things we would rather just sweep under the rug and not face, or we just will want to hear that we've made a wrong decision, or we don't want to hear that we have poor judgment. We don't want to hear none of that. But honestly, you have to hear it because in order to grow mentally and emotionally, you're going to need to have these hard conversations with yourself and with people that actually care about you. That said, you need to be able to discern well about the people in your immediate circle, as I've mentioned before. Because child, there are people that are friends in disguise, and we need to be careful about those people. When you discern well, you would know the difference between someone that's simply a hater versus someone that is simply disagreeing with you. Just to note that not everyone that disagrees with you hates you. 
people have their own opinions. People can have their own say so. It's okay. It's okay. Not because someone does not see things through your lens means that they just don't like you and that, yeah, get rid of that thought. So how does it all tie together? Before I get any further and so that we're all on the same page, I'm going to explore the meaning of what discernment means. Discernment is just the ability to judge well, the ability to pick up on traits and behaviors in others as well as yourself. So being able to know what a situation is and to accept that situation for what it is, is a good way to have good discernment. And it's an, it's, it's really a skill that you have to practice and to get better at over time. But with all that said, you will still never be 100% right because one, we're human beings and two, we don't know it all. So what we could do is use past behavioral um, traits and things that we know to try to judge something. But if you end up being wrong about that, then just know that next time you can get it right. <laughs> you got to let it go and just move on from that situation. So going back, when we ask ourselves, what if they were right? You also need to follow that up with, so what if they were right? The feeling of someone else being right naturally stems from our core of always wanting to be right or our true perception of that person and how we judge them. So how we see them, that's how we decide whether or not we should trust them. Because come on, you've had those situations where you would trust someone else just because of your experience with them and nothing else. They could be really wrong in a particular situation, but because you have good rapport and because you have past good experiences, you just automatically trust that person versus another person who could really be right, but because you don't have much experience with them and because you don't know them as well, you are more on the fence with them that you, than you are with the other person. So let me break it down in other words, right? There's one person that you respect highly and that you discern has your best interest at heart. And then there's the other person that you're not 100% comfortable with, but you keep them around because of whatever reason it is. But you will never, ever, ever respect anything that they'll have to say. Follow me along here. Based on these two examples, you can clearly see which one you would always have a hard time being around. As an overthinker, you cannot afford to play the hypocrite. If you find yourself always in a combative atmosphere with a particular person, it's time for you to wrap that relationship up. It's time for you to snip snip. It's time for you to call it a day because you're going to constantly be in a swimming pool of what ifs. Reason being is because whenever you would go to that person, you would have a combative spirit. So if they tell you to do X, you're always going to do Y. And then you're always going to find yourself thinking about, oh my gosh, what if they were right? And you are going to then be mad that they were right. And then it's going to be shifted from the situation of you being wrong to the fact that you're mad that they were right. And so as you can see, it's just a, a never ending confusion and just unnecessary energy spent trying to decipher, okay, when to listen to this person, when not to listen to this person, and you getting mad that this person is 
actually right when they are right. Mm. It's so tiring even mentioning all of that because that's how it is. It's very tiring being around people that you honestly don't respect. That's one. And two, your perception of them is just the worst. So again, we always ask ourselves, what if they were right? But the real question is, so what if they were right? Honestly, what if they were right? What was the problem? You know, and that's the part where we trip up because we don't know how to answer that because we're so big and we're so egotistic where we can't answer that question without putting someone down or we can't answer that question without seeming like it's the other person's fault or they did something. Why? You know, you can't trust them. Whole other podcast. But think about it. Why you get that angry whenever you're wrong is the key to unlock how to get over the what ifs. And most times, if you're not careful, it's stemming from a lack of confidence and insecurities. That is why it all boils down back to discerning well. Discerning well when making decisions, discerning well when choosing friends, discerning well when choosing jobs, discerning well when choosing a place of worship, whatever it is, discerning well when you are supposed to go to a restaurant. It all boils down to your decision making skills. And those two examples that I gave are not even half of what could really happen. Here's another example, actually. So let's say you have a friend, right? And you trust them so much with everything that they have said, all the advice that they have ever given to you, you follow them blindly. Because again, you just discern that this person has your best interests at heart and they will never say or do anything that will put you in a bad light, right? So most of us, we follow this friend blindly. And what ends up happening most times is that we start to live in these people's shadows without even recognizing it. So everything that they will tell us to do, we do it like a little puppet. If they tell us to go left, we go left. If they tell us to go right, we go right, right? So we are continuously just following through with whatever they have said. And we're, again, not thinking that they would ever put us in a bad light. And that makes us become an extension of these people, an extension of who they are. And these type of friends are not always your friends, but because they aren't openly judgmental or they aren't openly combative, we just think that they are our friends. Remember that keyword, friends in disguise is what they are. So again, we follow blindly, like blindly then blind. And so you play by their rules and you don't even know that these rules exist, by the way, but it's done in such a manner where you're not caught on to what's going on. The truth is most of us are living in people's shadow because we're so deep into self-doubt. We don't believe ourselves. We don't trust ourselves. So we start trusting other people. So whatever they tell us to do, we do it because we don't trust that we can do the right thing. And so we're here following them blindly. And as humans, we hate, hate, hate to hear when someone tells us, I told you so. 
So we tend not to challenge these persons because if we would have heard that they tell us to go left and we go right and something bad ends up happening and we go back to them and they said, I told you so, it, 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 it grinds us. Yeah. So when you find yourself in this position, be careful and ultimately take yourself from that situation because you then become an extension of someone. You have no choice and any opinions for yourself. It, it becomes like you're just in this person's world and they could use you to do anything that they want to. So what happens now? Let's say one day you caught on to what's going on and you started to have in your own decisions and you started to make your own headway in life. They become upset because now you're going against them, right? You're, you're, you're now making your own decisions. You're now seeing things on your own terms and, and, and doing things on your own terms. And they're now mad, right? They're now mad because we decide not to live under their shadow. So I say all of this to say, being able to discern well and to choose people that really means you well is important and it lessens the regrets that you will have in life. Not all regrets, because most regrets are self-inflicted. Haha, <laughs> that's another podcast. But it, it reduces the amount of regrets that we typically experience when we would have asked persons to give us advice and when we would have asked persons to help us out with a particular situation. So those regrets are the ones I'm talking about, not all regrets. So discerning right people to be in your life will help with those regrets. And you know what? Even if you've experienced regrets, also accepting that you aren't always going to be right is essential as well because then you don't put so much pressure on yourself trying to do the right thing all the time. Accepting that you are human, that you are going to make mistakes, that you are going to trip up, that you are going to say the wrong things, that you are going to overreact that you are going to overthink, that you are just going to do all these things, gives you a peace of mind. It gives you a peace of mind. And also knowing that you aren't the only one, that you aren't alone in all of this, creates that sense of belonging and that sense of feeling human. So again, let it go. Any regrets that you've had, let it go. Anything that you, any predicaments that you found yourself in, let it go. Because the truth is you cannot change the past. The past is the past for a reason. And these friends that may have done you wrong, these friends that may have hold things against you, these friends that may have just basically tell, you know, told you that you are X or Y and that you're the worst friend ever and that you are just not a great person. All these people that has ever spoken ill over your life, let it go. You got to let it go. And if they were right, so what? What if they were right? You are here now and you can control the present moment. 
that person or thing that you flashed back to, let them go, let it go. The mere fact that you could have flashed back to that person means that you haven't fully let them go yet. And so let's work on that. Let's work on actively forgiving. Let's work on actively forgetting, right? And just let's work on accepting the fact that you will not always be right. Thank you for tuning into this message. Don't forget to subscribe and to leave a review to let me know what resonated with you the most. Next week is going to be a juicy one. We are going to dive into the conversation. Guess what? I messed up again, which will be a segue from this conversation. So stay functioning. And until next time, you are bomb.com. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.